All right, uh, we're back. Uh, May twenty second, two thousand twenty one is the year, of course. Um, you know, I, it, am I like drunk or did that music sound really slow? I mean, Jesus, <laughs> I, I it sounds really weird. Slower every time, but I don't. Maybe it's just been since it's been a month since. I think it's manipulative, you know? manipulative music yeah, that they're doing here that's messing with people. Because we know you're not drunk, so. Yeah, it is. It's just twelve fifteen, and I wouldn't even do it anyway, ever. So it's like <laughs> one of those things. But uh, lots of Illini basketball news to cover. Episode sixty-seven, I guess, is the number. Which one thirty-four, I believe. No, that's not right, is it? No. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Nailed it. I mean, one for one on the math category. That was yeah, true. Pretty tremendous. But I guess we'll just start with this, which is Jermaine Hamlin. I don't even know if we knew that he was transferring last time we did an episode. But we knew he probably would because he's yeah. ever actually going to play here. So yeah. he's going to Eastern. I mean, it he's, makes sense. He's maybe he'll play there. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think it's a good move for him. Um, you know, I think when he came to Illinois, I think Illinois had a scholarship available. Um, you know, Jeff Alexander's dad coaches at Lincoln. I think it was just kind of one of those things. Hey, let's give this guy a shot. See if he can develop. Um, and you know, he was behind Kofi. He wasn't going to do much. So I think Eastern is a good spot for him. Um, I think he'll, he'll get some playing time, be able to actually do some things there. So a good move by him opened up another scholarship spot for Illinois. So I think it'll work out for everybody. Yeah. Um, especially when Kofi comes back, you know, that's true. True. Illinois. So, um, and then Adam Miller to LSU. Um, anyways, next. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I'll just say this. Uh, he's going to a conference that's going to be loaded. Yeah. And he's going to get to play more like he wants to. Um, LSU's very good at cheating to get players, so he should have guys around him. Yeah, he's, they um, got a big bag down there right here. So Yeah, yeah that I don't remember who it was. There was that recruit that everyone thought was going to go. Where was Everyone thought he was going to go somewhere. Then last second, out of nowhere, LSU yeah. comes in. Yeah. We see that a lot. And uh, – I don't know how much of it is Will Wade being a cheating scumbag, which I think he kind of is. I think he's more he's more aligned with the Sean Miller style. Yeah, um, I think that it probably happens everywhere. He just was on tape saying it, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I'm not I don't understand why uh he would still have a job there. I mean, I'll just say this. When LSU starts to lose, he'll get fired just like Sean Miller did. So true, true. that's how it works. But Adam Miller, good luck, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, gonna fit here, so. maybe he'll handle the ball more. I don't – I mean, apparently that's what he wants. So And he's – he's. He, I, we're not going to, like, call him a snake like some people probably are. Yeah. But if you're going to, he's less of one than these guys that we're about to talk to about. So True. At least one of them. At least one of them. Um, yeah, so uh, Illinois has basically lost all their assistance. Uh, Gentry was announced yesterday. He's going to Gonzaga. I think everybody kind of saw it coming. Um, and then Antigua Coleman was talked about for yeah, – we might have talked about it our last podcast a month ago. So uh, that finally got announced May 6th. Um, like I said, Gentry yesterday. Uh, Gentry makes sense. He's an alum of Gonzaga. They didn't have an assistant spot when he left there. And he was like assistant director of basketball operations. Um, so, so I get the gentry move. Um, Antigua, I understand too. Uh, he, you know, won a national championship with Calipari at Kentucky, you know, went to try his hand as a head coach at South Florida. And now he's going back with uh, Calipari. 
the one that's kind of weird is Chin Coleman. I mean, I, I guess, you know, he wants to be at a basketball mecca, I guess, as you would call a blue blood. Um, but, you know, it, not bad for a guy that started, you know, as as a assistant for Mac Irvin Fire or whatever he was. Um, he's came a long way since he was there and now an assistant at, you know, Kentucky. So I, I get it. Um, also money. My, I, yeah, I know Illinois offered Antigua a million, they say per sources, but uh, they just announced what Antigua is going to make. He's making 850,000 a year. Um, and then he gets 25,000 every year succeeding that. So it'll end at 900 K in uh, 23, 24. So highest paid assistant coach, uh, you know, everybody loves him. So Illinois wanted to keep him. I understand why he left uh, Coleman 450,000 next year. And then he's going to get 50,000 per year for the next three. And we'll end at 550,000. So how much does he make in Illinois? You think? I don't know. I, I didn't look that up. Um, I can probably find out. So uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why we didn't. I, maybe we did. Didn't see Antigua go back to Kentucky. I feel like we probably should have seen that coming. Yeah. Um, but it is you know, did take less money to go there. That's a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah, but I mean, I I think he just he's a big, you know, Calipari guy. I think he he likes. So, him, he, so. he he likes to do some questionable things to get sure. better players and their jobs are going to be easier now. When it comes I'm pretty to sure that when they hired him, all the Kentucky fans are like the bag man's back. So if that tells you anything, um, well, I'll just say this, you know, um, Calipari better watch out. Yeah. When, because when Illinois and Kentucky make, play, uh, okay. I'm not, <laughs> when Illinois and Kentucky play next time they play, Illinois will win by 40 points. Anyway. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. Where's How long do you think before Antigua gets another shot as a head coach? I, You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to want that. Maybe he does, but I I don't know. Making I, a lot of money to be an assistant. Struggled at South Florida, right? I mean, there's a reason Who why. Who doesn't? He, I mean, that program true. is a joke. True. Um they they do have a there was a clause in there that if they back out they have to pay a hundred thousand back uh, if they take a head coach job somewhere. So um, which, Coleman's not gonna. Ever I mean, if you're taking a head coach job, you're making you know more money. But I mean, you be an assistant, do the recruiting thing, and make almost a million dollars a year. I think that I wouldn't want the headache of a head coach job. So yeah, I think most people. I think someone in, in Antigua's position probably smart not to unless it's like a big job like a power six job right but um i mean if you he's making nine he's gonna make nine hundred thousand dollars as an assistant coach right so that's that's pretty good even though you know he could have had a million in illinois and uh true you know has a lot of recruits there and the team likes him what's what's a hundred thousand at that point though i mean right that's just well it's you know he's he was already at illinois for three or four years now Mm -hmm. More comfortable, yeah. Was getting recruits, not. I I don't know. Um, do you, Do you think that this hurts Kofi's chances of coming back? I mean, 
Antigua was that guy. Do you? I mean, Illinois has to find another guy that can develop big men, right? That's, that's kind well. Of uh, Chester Frazier certainly won't do that. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I don't if know how they're going to approach that. I like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, they're they're they aren't losing anybody from this year. It doesn't look like, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, kind of the next thing. Uh, where do Illini recruits sit now? Um, class of 21 all said they're staying. Um, Pazimski, Melendez, and uh, uh, Goody. Goody. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all said that they're staying. Uh, Pazimski even tweeted out something. It uh, caused a lot of fire in the Twitter verse. Um, but I don't really care about that. We're not going to talk about it. But who are those guys recruited by? He's not leaving. Um, Chin, I think uh, Pitsimski was Gentry. Uh, Melendez was Antigua, and Goody was no. Goody was Gentry. Pitsimski was Chin Coleman. Maybe. Well, that's a bit of a slap in the face of uh, those guys. They recruited but, but them, I, yeah. and then they're still going to stay. So, how highly do they think of the <laughs> recruiters? Well, and that's the thing. Do you? I mean, I can. I see how some probably commit because of the recruiters. Yeah, I don't understand why, though. But head head basketball coaches for those guys are still coming into the house. Well, not now during COVID, but they're still meeting with them. You know, it's not all the. the and it should be much more about your fit with the team and your role than. Uh, well, you know, Orlando Antigua recruited me, so I have to do whatever he says, or I have to do whatever he does. Right, right. None so, of these guys were going to leave for Kentucky or Gonzaga anyway, though. So if they were going to leave, it would be lesser. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, Pitsimski was. We could have, yeah. Kentucky, that's so true. But I think that's, I think that's why that all that came. You know, why he you know put something out that said he wasn't leaving or whatever. Because I think people thought that he would maybe follow to Kentucky, but Kentucky's been signing guards like crazy. So. Yeah, and he's also a 2021 guy, so don't you think it's a bit of a pain in the ass to decommit and then recommit somewhere? Well, and and they, all they all had their yeah, they all had their national letters of intent signed. So I don't even know if they can they have that opportunity, honestly. Yeah, I I was just a little more worried about guys possibly transferring out. Right. Um guys I don't know yeah I don't know who would have but right I was never worried about Curbelo leaving. That was never going to happen. Yeah, um, I think Curbelo no, knows no. this is his team. I mean, yeah. Io's Io's gone, so you know he's basically the guy that's going to step into that role and and you know be he's going to be a 28, 29 minute guy. So or 38, 39 minute guy. Sorry, um, if you only played twenty eight. That would be sad. <laughs> that'd be bad. Jeez. Um, but anyways, uh, so class of twenty two. Um, last one, we talked about AJ store, Reggie Bass, uh, AJ store. Uh, if you haven't heard has decommitted, um, he's still leaving Illinois as an option because he wants to meet the new coaches. Happen. Um, I, yeah, I, I, and since he's said that he has gotten offers from like five or six other places. <clears throat> um, so, you know, everybody was hyping this dude up and then, all it takes is a coach to leave and he's gone. So, well, I have a couple things on this. Um, number one, this is why you don't commit so early. Okay. Right. Uh, you're a 2022 guy. And he was also probably, what did he commit as a three star, going to be a four or five star eventually? So, that's another factor. The fact that he was going to work his way up into a higher ranking anyway. So, he probably would have been 
more had more offers on the table if he would have committed at a normal time instead of committing so early. Um, his offers would have been higher. So, and the other thing is, I believe I'm the one who said something about not overhyping. You, yeah, I I message you and you would say stuff like. So it's like you know, I think I said it on an episode. All right, we can't get overly excited about a 2022 guy. Um, and how good he looks because you never know what could happen. And now he's decommitted. So good job, everybody who got excited. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Reggie Bass, however, uh, was interviewed and said that he is staying. Um, he doesn't plan on going anywhere. I did see today he was uh, contacted by Kentucky, Iowa, and Oklahoma State after the coaching changes. Um, and and he's going to stay with Illinois. So I get the Reggie sense Bass, that he's not as good as a uh, store. I I don't think he's as good, um, but I think that he's gonna move up. Uh, they're saying AJ Store is gonna be a top fifty recruit by the time it's all said and done. So, um, I, yeah, I, I I think it was weird that Store committed that soon, but maybe he just you know liked the coaches that much. I don't know, but that's a bit of a weird one, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so that's where Illinois stands with their recruits right now. Um, on to who's who's going to be assistant coaches. Antigua um, recruited uh, Bass. Did he? Okay. Yeah. So slap in the face to Antigua. You can't even, can't even get one of your guys to go with you. You lose. And then Antigua had, had probably contacted him once he went to Kentucky, right? Yeah. And he's like, hey, we give you like, you know, this much money if you want it or something or whatever. <laughs> car, yeah. maybe a car. Maybe <laughs> a car. Uh, yeah, so Illinois, uh, you mentioned it earlier, uh, Chester Frazier has been hired, not Trent Frazier, folks. I'm going to get that wrong so much, and I apologize. Um, but, yeah, Chester Frazier gets hired. Uh, awesome. I love that, you know, an alumni is coming back to coach. And then uh, just announced yesterday, it seems like Illinois, when the bad news hits, they counter with something else because I think as soon as Antigua and Coleman was official – Illinois announced that day Chester Frazier was coming. Um, and then Gentry yesterday, they promoted Jeff Alexander, um, who is an Illinois guy. Uh, his dad's been a longtime coach at Lincoln, which is just right up 55 from us. Um, and, you know, it, it sounds like it's a good move. Uh, everybody seems pretty excited for him to move into that role. Um, I think he's already made an offer to a kid I saw um, – I can't remember who it was. We don't get into recruits that much. I know we talk about them, but just like with, you know, store, uh, Ethan doesn't like overhyping these kids <laughs> not coming. So, um, but yeah, uh, Chester Frazier at, at first, I kind of thought, eh, you know, maybe Illinois could have done better, but, yeah. but, you know, he put that video out. Uh, he's super excited to be here. Um, and, and for him to be able to, show kids you know what it's like to be an alum you know to to play at illinois and how much it meant to him i think it's huge um and and what i've seen is his defensive coaching is really good which i think illinois is gonna need that um because i don't think kofi's coming back and everybody talked about underwood and how he you know he changed his defense and all this stuff well it's easy to do with kofi um, Payne is, is supposedly going to be a better defender than Kofi around the rim, but he's just not that body, you know. Um, so I think having our guards playing better defense, um, maybe switching it up a little bit, I think it's it's great. 
And um, everybody says that uh, Chester is one of the best scouts out there, um, game planners, scouts. So, uh, you know, Gentry was kind of that guy. Um, so him leaving, I, I feel like like Chester's going to fill a couple roles. Um, so really good hire um, after I started looking into it. So, yeah, I mean, our first responses weren't great. I, I saw that I uh, have them on the text, but uh-huh. Um, you said you, you said meh, <laughs> which is understandable. I mean, it's like you gotta well, look into it more. You know. Yeah, and the other other thing is, he does have good experience. You know, he was he was at K State, right? Was he yep. there? And then he Virginia was there Tech, with Bruce, so and Virginia Tech. So yeah, I mean, uh, he does have good experience, and uh, it seems like Mike Young really liked him at Virginia Tech. So we'll see. Uh, my response was f that. So. <laughs> That's that's what I went with for that one. We're great. Um, so you think we well, can get him on the show? <laughs> probably not, if I had to guess. Uh, I, by the way, I just saw that. I don't know. How I missed this on Thursday, but Gary, Quincy Gary, the transfer from Syracuse, yeah. did go to Oregon, as Oregon. I mentioned. But um, and that would have been a really good pickup. Word is, uh, from the last I saw, Trey Mitchell is going to Georgia. So yeah, I don't understand yeah. why everybody even wanted him anyway, or thought he was going to be, yeah. especially with Omar Payne there. So. Right, but it's interesting, you know. They now that they have an open spot because they have a spot for Kofi, and then they have an open spot. So I don't know what they're who they're looking at or what they're going to do. It's going to be another addition, you'd have to think. Um, yeah. Shockingly, it's not going to be EJ Liddell like everybody thinks for some reason because, well, he was at the orange and blue game football game or whatever the hell that was. Right. So he was yeah. there. That automatically he means he's going to Illinois. He has friends that played Illinois. He's definitely not from Belleville, Illinois. So, right. Yeah. He doesn't know. have any buddies on the team. Yeah. I mean, that I, I don't understand why people have to do that all the time, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I, rumors, rumors, you know, keep the world turning. And a lot of these rumors are just absurd. So that is a big part of it. Uh, I think the ability to try to make Curbelo a similar on-ball defender as Frazier, not as good, but similar, I think is very important. I think if Chester Frazier can do that, because one thing Curbelo does very well is uh, ball hawk, like a safety. Yeah. Makes a lot of plays. He has very active hands. Um, He's just going to learn how to be a little bit better on ball. Yeah, Frazier is. Yep, and he's going to have to do it without fouling because Illinois is going to need need him. I mean, Trent. I know Trent can you know play guard, um, but really you look at it and they don't have another point. I mean, Trent and Alfonso Plummer. True, Plummer. The other thing that he does, he's very similar to Cabello defensively too. Active hands gets a lot of steals. So if he can become a little bit better on ball, that would be good too. Um, Sure. Yeah, I mean. Adam Miller, I think if he was here, he would probably be an even better defender under Chester Frazier. But then again, it's like, you know, he's not because he thinks he's cool and he can just leave and then all that. (laughs) Go to LSU and play with all those losers who got paid to go there. I mean, it's just one of those things. Um, Yeah, but Gary, as I mentioned, would have been great. I think his final four was Illinois, Memphis, Oregon, and somebody. But he was one of Syracuse's best players. But – He's going to Oregon. He's going to go play with the Rubik's Cubes. They'll make the tournament. They'll make yeah. a run, the whole deal. I, I, Oregon had a connection with an assistant coach or something. They, I don't know how that – Everyone's got connections. That's why Illinois True. needs to hi- – The other his assistant needs to be the uncle or father of some number one recruit coming up. And that – doesn't Trey Mitchell's stepdad coach or something? Isn't that the big 
I mean, it's he, literally. Well, I mean, that's why that's why Bryant's in the in his top six is because they have an open assistant. How about this? <laughs> this is a little bit different, but Patrick Baldwin Jr., the number four player or whatever for this year, is going to Milwaukee because his dad's the head coach there. True. He's going to save that program, and he picked them over Duke. So I, I, good for him. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. You know, they're not going to be any good. Maybe they'll make the tournament. Maybe I mean, we see a lot of number one recruits not make tournament or top five recruits. Um, does let's see, let me try to find someone here. Maybe, maybe Chris Livingston, the number four player for next year, has like a, a family member who coaches. Maybe we can get him, yeah, get his family. He's from Akron, Ohio. So we'll see. I see a lot of the number one and the number two players for next year's class are going to the G League. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. At least Amani Bates is not going to Michigan State. I hear it's ruining college basketball. Well, for some people, probably. I'm joking. I don't. Well, um, I think people yeah. do think that. Yeah. Um, Chester has already been, uh, you know, <clears throat> came with his, what do they call that, feet on the running ground or whatever. You know what you know that saying. Anyway. Boots on the ground is what I would say. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he's <laughs> made uh, <laughs> some offers. Uh, Marvel Allen. um, He's class of 23, 6'4", uh, CG. I believe that's complete guard. Um, combo guard. Combo guard. <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't know. Sure, that means he can shoot and dribble, I guess, unlike other guards. Does a little bit of everything. <laughs> uh, he's a four-star, and he's ranked 38 nationally. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, he, he uh, gave him an offer. Cameron Corin, um, he's a three-star uh, center. Uh, out of Texas, I believe. Um, class of twenty two, he's six nine. Um, he, according to him, he he thinks he's a four. He's not really a five. Um, but I did see on Orange and Blue news that Corn uh, said that he got offered by Illinois because Coach Frazier had been recruiting him hard uh, for about a year when he was at Virginia Tech. Um, so when he left, nothing has changed. Said their relationship is great. Um, it's bigger than basketball, and you can call him for anything. So. Uh, already, already a foot in the door with that kid. So, I, you know, another, another. Well, he'll be a four or five, and whatever Underwood says, he'll do what he says. Okay, yeah, do what so. you said. Do what you told. And, and then the other one is uh, Jaden Epps, uh, decommitted from Providence, uh, four star, six one point guard. He's one hundred six nationally, and uh, Chester was recruiting him when he was at Virginia Tech. Um, he's now received offers from Kansas, Texas A&M, and then he got an uh, offer again from Virginia Tech. So, 2021 or 2022? I believe he's 20. Why didn't I write that down? He's going to Kansas. I'm just guessing. If he's 22, he's going to Kansas. If he's 21, he's not. He is 22. Kansas. There you go. He's He's also a CG, according to – 24-7. Anyways. He'd be a nice fit if uh, Curbelo leaves after this year, if he gets that much better and like goes to the NBA or something. True. True. If he learns how to shoot, maybe he will. So Yeah. Maybe um, we don't want him to shoot. <laughs> uh, do you want to do this uh, Piper stuff now and then talk about Yeah, that? let's get that out of the way. I just threw okay. it on there for fun. Yeah. I think I put You can there. read all this. It's like a book, so. Well, this is all about um, Illinois trying to keep the incoming group intact, as they say on 247 Sports. Underwood basically saying, you know, communication's a big deal, which, shocker, I'm shocked to hear that. 
uh, he thinks it's one of the things that transfer portal has given some young people an opportunity to explore. So these guys have been great. They knew what they were getting into. That sounds weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Assistant coaches are like frontline workers. They build relationships. I'm not going to read all this garbage. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's just. It's a lot of a lot of worse to not say very uh-huh. much. Um, see if I can find any other notable things. I just copied and pasted this. Obviously, uh, we get staff hired. They'll build great relationships with them. That's where the essence of the program and the vibe of the program hasn't changed. Okay, number one. I don't know why we have to use the word vibe, especially at that age. I mean, come on. Stop, stop trying to relate to them. Vibing, like, bro. Weirdly. It's, it's They're vibing weird. to get the culture going. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the other thing, right? Yeah, you know, it's the most overused word in sports. Um, so uh, let me see. Uh, this is what Chester Frazier said about Podzimski. It's great, man. I don't know what that is in reference to. Okay. <laughs> this is a solid, solid reporting here. It's and very I, good. I, I, I love it. <laughs> you can blame Derek Piper for not having a great um, <laughs> yes. grammar yes. skills and within blame the article him. and the, the, the structure of it. Uh, I followed him a little bit when I was at Virginia Tech. I bet you did. Good-sized wing, can shoot it, and he can also put it on the deck. Mm-hmm. He's got some stuff to him. What mm-hmm. the hell is that? He's got some stuff. Very motivated. It's been good to build with him these last few days and start building a relationship with him. He's a good one. Okay, first of all, Chester. I mean, we, we don't have to throw random sentences in there for no reason. I don't see why we're doing that. He's just um, excited. But, the man yeah, that's excited. great. Maybe I'm being too negative, but you are if you actually follow him at Virginia Tech, that's great. But I just don't you like don't the structure of this article. trying to recruit him at Virginia Tech? Well, anyway. I don't know. So, and we talked about this a little bit. Uh, I don't know if there's ever been a time where three assistant coaches uh, left all at the same time while the coach was still there. Of course it happens to us. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's Illinois. Um, I did see Brett Barron's, you know, tweeted about it. Uh, our boy Trent Frazier, and I'm going to say our boy because, you know, sure, why not? Um, he, he wrote, it's okay. Those three coaches have already helped establish – the culture. Oh, Illini basketball is back, and we will add three unbelievable coaches to the staff. We're in good hands, and they know that. Wish them nothing but the best. Family for life. Um, I mean, they already hired one coach, uh, and then they, like I said, they promoted Jeff. But um, Geoff. I, I that's that's a. Uh, I'm glad Trent's excited. Yeah, well, I'll just say this: that's a little too classy for my taste, but that's good by him. Um, uh, he did put, he did end it with, uh, good, know. very good. Very glad to hear that. I'm glad that still doing that. Um, I hope Adam Miller keeps doing that too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think, um, if you look at the way that this, uh, coaching staff is going to be structured now, like you said, got to get a big man coach in there, an Antigua type to go along with free. I think Chester Frazier will be fine in what he's going to do. Sounds like he's offering – he offered that Corin fellow who's a 6'9 or whatever, so he's not just going to be all over the guards, but they need an Antigua type with the big men. I agree. That's all there is to it, so they better figure it out. But I'm trying so, to think of the opening night lineup and how we would, we would approach that right now. Uh, who, would you, who would you go with? Curbelo and Frazier are going to start. Right. 
Uh, I think plumber start. I could see that. Um, and then maybe Grandison or Hutch Hutchinson. Grand, Grander, yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, and then Kofi. I'm going to go with Kofi. Okay. Well, you've changed. Because you know bit. he's coming back. I no, I don't he think he's coming back. I'm just if, – if I if I have to go as of right now, I'm saying uh, Payne probably starts. Don't we deserve one bit of good news in the offseason after they got embarrassed in the tournament? I agree. I think uh, I saw somebody say that Kofi was back in Champaign working out. So – not that that means anything. but Yeah, we'll know soon, though, so we'll see what happens. Okay, Big Ten schedule here. What do we have here? And Basketball. Just a um, yeah, so uh, this is what Illinois' schedule is going to look like right now, uh, and it's not an easy one. Uh, home and away with Iowa, Maryland, which everybody has Maryland really good this year. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Northwestern, Purdue, <laughs> and Rutgers. Um Home only, Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Away only, Indiana, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Okay, I'm going to go over every team they play, and I'm going to give my one-word phrase for the for the team, okay? Oh Here boy. we go. Oh, boy. Iowa. Iowa, uh, average. Okay. Maryland, very good. Michigan, very good. Michigan State, That's good. two words. Very well, good. very good. I it's said one to two words. words. It's basically what I did say. Oh, okay. I did say right. one, but I meant one to two. You know how it is. Uh, Northwestern, bad. Yes. Purdue, very good. Rutgers, average. Yeah. Ohio State, good. Penn State, average. Wisconsin, average. Indiana, good. Minnesota, average. Nebraska, horrendous. <laughs> there you go. So I would say Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Indiana. Yeah. Those are the teams you got to watch out for. Yeah. Iowa's um, not going to be very good. Yeah. So uh, Andy Katz, like I said, uh, fraud, um, uh, he uh, he <laughs> said that Illinois has the hardest schedule in the Big Ten, which I would tend to agree with that. Um, and then he also predicted because of the tough, tough schedule that Illinois will finish seventh. Uh, Which isn't that unfair. No. But, of course, you had to preface it by making an excuse of the schedule, which, like, everybody has a hard schedule in the Big Ten. True. True. And the home and away thing, the only teams that are good that they play in a home and away are four at the most. If Michigan State's good. I think three of them, Maryland, Michigan, Purdue, are all going to be good no matter what. Iowa, not so great. True. Now, let me. Th- I was just thinking. Speaking of Iowa, was CJ Frederick in the mix at all? Whenever they had that little deal uh, at the end of the twenty nineteen or middle of the twenty nineteen season, twenty twenty season at Iowa, like when they had that little Chin Coleman thing. Mm, I do not remember. Because CJ Frederick's at Kentucky now. Uh, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure they don't really even remember anything or care. Probably. So. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, who's even returning to Iowa at this point? Bohannon? Yeah. I don't it's Wieskamp. I don't know if and he then, is. And then McCaffrey's two kids, probably. And then they got the uh, Keegan Murray and Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna be very good. Yeah. They'll be okay. But Andy Katz, being the fraud that he is, I'd say Illinois is more in the 5-6 range uh, in terms of the Big Ten. 
Yeah. I don't think the Big Ten is going to be as good as it was last year or the year before that or the year before that. And I think a big part of that is Garza gone, Kofi probably gone if we're being realistic. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Andy Katz is a fraud. And I think didn't Wagner announce he was going to the NBA? I would assume he is. He's like a guaranteed first round pick, but I'm pretty sure that he's he, he gone. So, anyways, he's everybody. Michigan is going to be good. That's true. It doesn't matter. They're not going to be Gonzaga good. No, but you know, Gonzaga will get to the championship again. This time they'll win. If they don't win it this year, they're, they're they won't run into a buzzsaw like Baylor. Something wrong. Yeah. So. Uh, you put this on Gentry here. last year. That's why they lost. True. Yeah, because he was very helpful. Exactly. Um, four most important things for the 21-22 Illini. Kofi has to return. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, big trouble. They're going to finish seventh or eighth if he doesn't, I would assume. Uh, Andy Katz style. Actually, I think seven's kind of respectable. I think so, him, too. To be honest. But he's still a fraud. I, I think that Illinois has the opportunity to be to be better than seventh, but you would think so. Uh, they need one of the freshmen to break out. So Podzimski, Melendez, or Goody, one of those guys has to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's what Adam Miller did, that'd be fine. Of course, none of these guys are going to start every game and then transfer, but uh, that's fine. Uh, and then Grandison, Grandison, Hutcherson uh, got right. it first try. Not a big deal. Uh, one of those two needs to play well. What about Coleman Hawkins? You think that he's just you just have him as a side side story? Like you don't even have him on here. Don't even care about Coleman he, anymore. He'll, he'll be fine. Okay. He'll play some. You're not worried about him. That's why you didn't put him on here. I'm very confident in his abilities. There we go. That's um, Curbelo has to learn how to shoot threes. If he can make a few threes, they're still gonna they're gonna have just as much three point firepower last year as they did this year because. Sure. Alfonso Plummer is a better three-point shooter than Adam Miller, mm-hmm. and DeMonte's back, which mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about that much. Dem- you think DeMonte's going to be able to shoot – what was he at, 56? No, percent? but he, he'll be able to make some. That's yeah. really all that matters. So um, what do you think Curbelo needs to shoot, 30%, 35%? What would you like to see from him? 30, I think 30, he was like 12% this year. 34.7, okay. Yep. Anything, under, the, anything does that, under that, I want him gone. If he does that, does Illinois move up in your, your power rankings? Do they move up to like three if Curbelo shoots 34.7%? I'd say more like four or five. Okay. All right. There's too many really good teams at the top, like Maryland, Purdue, and Michigan are locks. Hmm. So, uh, okay, defensive adjustments and improvements have to be made, no doubt about it. We'll see if this coaching, this new coaching staff around Underwood can actually make adjustments because I wonder how much of their lack of adjustments was Underwood combined with the assistant coaches. Yeah, I, you know, rumors are rumors, uh, as we have been saying, but there was word that that Coleman and Antigua were mad because they didn't make any, any adjustments in that Loyola game. And you know they that Underwood was listening to Gentry. Well, Gentry's gone, so if that was the reason, you know, they all left. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they were all mad at Underwood. Who knows? But like the end of Breaking Bad, where everybody's <laughs> gone except for one guy. <laughs> oh man, uh, I mean, what a mess this turned out to be. I mean, they had a good season. 
ended poorly. Typical Illinois loss where they didn't make any adjustments, got their asses absolutely kicked by a team that they were better than. So do just, you th- just bad. Who do you have any thoughts on who they need to get to fill that other assistant spot? Michael any, Jordan. Any names popping out to you? Michael Jordan. Okay, good talk. I Anyways. really haven't looked at any assistant coaches. Like, are we going to steal someone from somebody else's staff? Obviously, that's what we're going to do. I don't know who it would be. You know, is Roger Powell willing to leave Gonzaga? No, but that would be fun. Yeah. Um, does Darren Williams anyway. want to get into the coaching game? Yeah. Uh, Augustine, one of those guys, bring back the the 05 team or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Was Chester Frazier better than D Brown? Go. No. <laughs> Not even close. I mean, I'm sure. Some of these kids listening to this show right now don't really understand. Yeah. So you know, this, I was right there in 05. Here, this guy has fan sided, has Chris Lowry. Yeah, he's from uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Good guy. Daniel Robinson. He's from uh, Minnesota State, St. Cloud State, State, Benmeja State. Tom Ostrom. Yeah, he's from. Uh, Iowa State. <laughs> the last guy was uh, last guy was Iowa State. Roger Powell, which is just no way. And then Steve Prom. Also, he was the head Iowa coach State. at Iowa State. Correct. So Chris Lowry is Kansas State. Yep. Who's the second guy? Daniel. It's actually Danny Yal Robinson. Oh my God! Seriously, Iowa State. Tom Ostrom was a former assistant at Indiana. Roger Powell, obviously at Gonzaga, and then you had Steve Prom. So that's let's take someone from Bruce Weber's staff. Well, this guy thinks Chris Lowry. Count me in. Let's do it. Here we go. How about we bring on Tyler Underwood as an assistant coach? A lot of people saying uh, Daniel Robinson. What a slap in the face that is to Illini fans. Let's get Mark Few. Charlton Young from Florida State. Anyways. Basketball is going to be played soon, guys. Um, The TBT roster has been starting to be announced. Um, So it's actually going to be in Peoria. So if you live in Illinois, you're going to be able to go watch these guys if you want. I believe it's June I don't know. <laughs> uh, hold on. I think it's on like a Thursday. July sixteenth. June June my sixteenth. Like I said. Um, yep. It's it. right before I'm supposed to go on vacation. Anyway, so uh, the team uh, so far there's five guys that have been announced. Uh, Nana Egwu, Nana Banana coming back. Uh, he played last year. Uh, Dimitri McKamey, who played for the Cameron Screw the last two years, won the championship two years ago, uh, got smoked by Illinois last year, so then he decided that he wants to play with them, I guess. Um, Andres Felice is coming back. be nice to see Dre again. Uh, Ravante Rice. And the honorary Illini, Mike Dom, who dominated the tournament last year. 
uh, we'll be back. Jeez. So, <laughs> what did we ever talk about how Illinois is in the Hall of Fame classic at the T Mobile Center? In I thought, I thought we didn't. It's been too long, dude. I don't know. You want me to look at last things Google Docs? No, we'll just talk about it now. Okay, go ahead. November 22nd, 23rd, T-Mobile. Is it November yet, by the way? I'm ready for some basketball. I'm not. I Give me a couple months here. Uh, anyway, um, they will be in the Hall of Fame Classic in the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. They'll be with uh, Kansas State, Cincinnati, and Arkansas. So pretty favorable overall. Arkansas is going to be pretty good. But the other two, I'd say, are questionable. So um, maybe, maybe we should be on site for that. Yes, Kansas City. I mean, it's not that far. No. So five hours. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I've been there a time or two. You know, um, probably be max capacity by then. November. You would think so. Yeah, I think everything's kind of. It's already starting <laughs> to get that way anyway. So correct. Cardinals. Can't really put a nuts. full season. Yeah, you know, it's a big time when you got the Dodgers and Padres and L.A. doing it. So mm-hmm. in California. So that's big time. Um, I was uh. Dang it. What was I going to say? There was a son of a – this is what I get for not getting very much sleep recently. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe they played a full season without any fans. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Brutal. Phil Mickelson's leading the PGA Championship? He was leading yesterday. Holy guacamole. He's not going to win. Oh. It's going to be Kepka. Say Kofi does not come back, and we fill the remaining assistant positions with good, not great hires. How long do you give Illinois to be back atop the Big Ten? Two to three years? Uh, I don't think. I'll go sixteen years. How long ago were those comments? I know you always miss them, so um, they're all gone by now. Three minutes. I think. I think uh, not next year, but the year after. I'll say 16 years. You're <laughs> going to keep with the every 16 years only yep. does has a team. He's still here. See three minutes. Thanks. Smelty. I just, it depends on how, if, if Curbelo stays three or four years. Yeah. Cause if he's here, his, if he's I think, here his junior year, they're going to have a better roster around him. Yeah, think. I think if he makes it, if he makes it to his junior year, I think his junior year, Illinois will be good again. So kind of like Io. A top. As you or said. it could be the opposite. Like they were terrible Io's first year. Yeah. And then they were decent his second year. And they were really good his third year. Yeah. They could be really good Curbelo's first year, decent his second year, and terrible his third year. Yeah. Not trying to just, just if, if you see this podcast, if, I still if you're think- from 2024 and you're watching this, maybe I'm right. I still think they have a chance to have a pretty good year coming in next year. So, I mean, they better. Kofi's obviously, you know, if Kofi comes back or not. But, um, I mean, it's not like this team didn't. It's the same team that played Michigan, except they had Kofi and they, you know, they played really well. Adam Miller had a good game in that game. Yeah, but Alfonso Plummer can fix that. So. Smeltzy, thanks for the you can kind fix words. That like a plumber would. I mean, that's a, yeah, quite a far way to go for you, but you know, <laughs> uh, good on him. Anywho, yeah. 
All right. Is this is this the end of the episode? Yeah. Uh, you guys go watch some golf. Uh, Phil Mickelson is leading the PGA Championship. So go watch some hockey. Nobody likes hockey. Matsu Yama's in, in fourth, which is just. Where's Brooks? Is Brooks still in second? Kepka is in third because Louis Oosthuizen is Oosterhuizen. tied. <laughs> it's Oosthuizen. It's Oosterhuizen. Okay. Anyways. All right. Uh, we'll be back in a month. Probably, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, we'll come back when Kofi makes his decision at this point. Right? Yeah. Uh, maybe we can get an interview set up with somebody for the next one. We'll month. figure it out. Um, maybe Chester Fraser will join us, even though what we said earlier. Yeah, maybe he won't listen to this episode. I mean, I'm sure Underwood's already been told not to come on with us. True. We're just burning all the bridges. Maybe, maybe we can get Dion back. <laughs> Like that will show up. So, <laughs> all right, uh, we'll be back episode sixty-eight some point soon, and uh, that's that. And uh, yeah, the the yeah, I don't even have anything to say. All right, bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs>